Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber from Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Gruber. And I'm Jason Mefford. Hey, everybody. Today, let me just kind of give you a little background on what we kind of wanted to talk about. Because, um, you know, some of these episodes are honestly as things that we're learning in our own life or maybe things that we're struggling with as well. And uh, so we want to bring that and share that with you, too. That's part of the reason why we are doing this, right? Now, we've talked a lot about, you know, things like visualization, you know, as as part of helping you to manifest. But one thing that, you know, especially the last few weeks, I mean, I, I start noticing when I, when I see things or hear things two, three, four times, that's a synchronistic type of thing that I need to listen to. And so, you know, one of, one of these things that I've been uh, learning more, and since Kathy's really kind of an expert on some of this stuff too, we're going we're gonna to delve in a little bit deeper on this, but it's, it's in, increasing your kind of sensory uh, aspect to some of the manifestation and visualization, uh-huh. right? Um, and Kathy, I know you've, you've helped lots of people with this. I'm guessing there's other people like me that have our more literal left brain kind of people. And so as we're sitting here trying to visualize, again, I don't see the clear pictures more mm-hmm. like you do, right? So I'm, I'm still trying to somewhat imagine it in my mind, but I, but I have difficulty sometimes just trying to think about just the picture, right? Like I'm watching a movie or something like that. And like I said, I've, I've heard things from a couple of different people and in, in some of the like self-hypnosis kind of stuff that I've gone through of uh, mm-hmm. bringing more senses into it. And it's just really, it's made a difference for me. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And then I think we said we might actually do a little exercise on this too, to try to help people uh, with that. Yeah, no, that's that's such a good point. And uh, when I teach meditation, I've had so inevitably there's one at every other conference or so that goes, I can't sit still. Okay, well, you don't have to sit still. You can do a walking meditation. You can do, you know, bring your body into it. And mm-hmm. because I'm a visual kinesthetic, <clears throat> I love the feeling aspect of that. So there are times during a hypnosis session where I might have somebody, you know, I'll say, you know, reach out and open that door and I will actually have them reach out with their hand and turn the knob or there's an, uh, an exercise in hypnosis called the gray room where you're sitting in a room and it's surrounded by post-it notes or pieces of paper and you know they are things that you want to get rid of and I will sit there with a tablet of paper killed a lot of trees doing this but sit there with a tablet of paper and say now tear it off and I'll, I'll have them tear up the piece of paper and crumple it and throw it and you know so by the end of the session there's paper all over my office so you'll actually have them physically do it oh too. yes okay because yeah because yeah that that gray that gray room that you're talking about that mm-hmm. was actually one that i went through in fact it was yesterday oh, cool. um, that, the, that the person actually you know walked through the meditation of you know you're kind of you're in this round gray mm-hmm. room with a dome ceiling it's gray you know, he did it where it was white and red pieces of paper mm. on the wall. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you try to envision that it's, you know, I kind of did it more like post-it notes because that's, yeah. you know, kind of what, what, what we picture, but yeah. 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 So, you know, something that you, you physically see yourself go up, grab those red pieces of paper and crumple them up. So you're actually having people 
physically do some of that stuff too during yeah. the session. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because since the brain doesn't recognize what we're thinking about and imagining and what's actually happening, you, you visualizing stuff happening in your body or you, you know, this is why when we watch movies, we can get so into them because we forget that we're not actually helping Tom Cruise get the bad guys. You know, um, <laughs> or we wake up from a dream and we're like, oh, I feel like <coughs> about having sex with my neighbor, you know, because we, our brains think we did that thing. I actually had a client sit down with me, this was several years ago, and he was so upset. I thought, oh my God, what is he about to tell me? What did he, he's like, I did something so horrible. I'm like, okay, what did you do? And he goes, I dreamt that I had sex with my neighbor's wife. And I think I should tell him. And I'm like, I think you shouldn't. I yeah, think that's not going to go to a good up. place. <laughs> no, that's not going to go over well. But he felt so guilty. But his brain thought it actually happened. You know, so our brains are amazing in that way. So actually having somebody do that action, you know, signing that contract over and over again, um, right? This is why we like writing things down. That's the kinesthetic aspect of it. And again. Mm-hmm. If you think back to other episodes, when we write something cursive, that loopy stuff we're not taught anymore, it goes straight to the subconscious. There's a connection between the brain and the hand and that writing that helps us get stuff done. It's kinesthetic. And if you go way back in history, you got sympathetic magic where the tribes people would actually dress in like deer skins and horns and they would reenact the hunt, basically telling the gods what they wanted. Well, now we know there's no gods. Of course, actually, we don't know that. There could be gods, Zeus sitting up there going, ha, ha, ha. Um, Mm -hmm. But they did the sympathetic magic to kind of let the universe know, hey, this is what we want. It actually kind of works because our brains move towards things that we know, things that we're familiar with. So reenacting that thing we want that's good, please, over and over again, our brains are going to be more apt to get us in the position for that thing. Mm. That was my spiel on that. <laughs> well, this is one of those episodes too, right? So everybody that's watching, not just listening, you're going to keep seeing my head go down because I'm writing a ton of notes because I'm learning a bunch from this too. So, you know, again, just like Kathy said, that I mean, here's another thing too, is you don't have to just listen to the podcast. Actually, if you, if you, you know, are in a place where you can sit down, take a few notes on this, it's going to help you remember and incorporate some of this stuff into your subconscious easier. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. Okay. And, and our brains also, and this is the exercise. Should we do an exercise? Let's do an exercise. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I don't remember where I heard about this exercise. I might've made it up. I don't know. I don't remember. But when I went on the, when I did my retreat in the Dominican Republic, um, I brought this bag of random objects. And I remember just like walking around my house, just grabbing random things. And my husband going, what are you what doing? Are you doing? <laughs> because it was just random, like a golf ball and a figurine and a piece of half a pen and he's like and I said it's for an exercise so our brains strive to identify things so it needs to label things it labels things good and bad it labels things you know scary not scary it uh, that's what our brain does and so in mindfulness practices we don't want that judgment we don't want to label that stuff there's just stuff this decides whether it's good or bad so Jason, get, uh, are you something within hand, arm's reach? You? I do, yeah, and that's okay. why, so, okay. I don't want to see what it is. Okay, so close oh. your eyes and just hold it in your hand. Okay. And I don't want you to identify what it is. Now, you know what it is because you picked it up. Normally, I would have everyone close their eyes and just plop something in their hand. So if you're sitting at home right now, please don't do this if you're driving. Um, but if you're at home, have someone around you put something in your hand that you don't know what it is or just randomly grab something off your desk, out of your purse, out of your bag and just feel that thing. 
and feel the texture of it. Is it smooth? Is it rough? Is there a shape to it? Kind of roll it around in your hands and see what it feels like. And then notice what the weight is. Is it heavy? Is it light? And see if you can just experience this thing without having to identify what it is, without having to think, oh, I have a golf ball. Just be with that object. And then kind of rub it on the back of your other hand. And how does that feel? Is that rough? Is it smooth? Does it smell like anything? Mm. Nope, mine doesn't. <clears throat> Shake it around. Does it make noise? Kind of tap it on the table. What's it sound like? Now here's the challenging one. Open your eyes and look at it without identifying it. Just notice what the shadows are, what the color is. Can you see what the texture is just by looking at it? Now we would normally do that for much, much longer, but that's sort of the exercise is just hmm. being with this object without having to identify it, without having to judge what it is. And it's really tough because your brain wants to be like, I wonder what this is, because that's an exercise too. Someone hands you something and you have to try to figure out what it is without looking. Um, the, the ladies that I was on the retreat with, they loved this exercise. We did this three times because they found it so challenging and so interesting to try to just experience something without having to judge it, without having to name it. So how did you find that, Jason? Well, it was interesting because it was, I guess, should we do the reveal of what it actually was? Yeah, what do you have? I, I, I'm actually holding, it's a little, it's a crystal. Oh yeah, like that's a, perfect. Like a, like a quartz. It's, yep. a, it's, a, it's like a pink quartz. So, yep. you know, it's, you know, again, I mean, some of the words maybe that were kind of going through my head, it is heavier. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's 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 pretty good size. I mean, it covers most of the, most of my palm. Yeah. Right. Um, it's cold. Mm. Right. So even though you know, again, I mean, you know, things like rocks, you know, they they pick up the heat and everything else. I'm sure if I if I sat here and held it for a long time, yeah. it would get warmer. But it's it's cool to the touch compared with my skin. Mm -hmm. You know, it, being a human at ninety eight point six, it's 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 four-sided, right? But it's not, because it, it's kind of like, a, you know, it's got a flat one, mm -hmm. two, three sides, right? Mm -hmm. It's sharp because the, the, the edges of it are actually sharp because it's, it's not a polished stone. It's just right. a, you know, it's rough, you know, and, and what you, actually, I guess now as I'm, as I'm feeling it, but not looking at it, I didn't notice before until I, I looked at it too, but it's, it's got a bunch of cracks in it, mm. right? Because, because, you know, quartz like this usually has kind of some fissures through mm -hmm. it. And, and now that I see that or identify that you can actually feel where some of those cracks are as well. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's pointed. Yeah. It's uh, it is rough. Yeah. That's Interesting. Cool. So what that's training to do is to be present without judgment. Yeah. Which will help us in our visualization, which will help us in our communication, our leadership. I actually just randomly grabbed this little skunk mm. um, that a friend of mine made. She's the same person that got me the little Listo. So when we did the what's on your desk episode, this little guy, uh -huh. um, 
they got a 3D printer at the company that I do work for. And so she 3D printed me the skunk. Um, and it's really light. And I didn't, I've not really held this before. I just stuck it on my desk. It's incredibly light. It's got a texture. The entire thing has a texture to it. Um, and I think if someone just handed this to me, I could tell it was probably, I don't know that I would, it definitely wouldn't have known it was a skunk, but um, it's got a, a smooth bottom and it's just got this really cool texture and a pointy little nose and it smells like nothing. Um, mm. But yeah, it's kind of, there's rough spots and there's sharp spots, like his little hair is really rough and you know, he's got this point, little points and stuff on the tail. So it was, it was kind of a cool activity for me, even though I was kind of, you know, directing you as well, but I did close my eyes and was doing it along with you. Um, I think that's a great exercise. And sometimes when I'm doing longer workshops on the stress reduction, like I'm about to do a, a three hour workshop, I will have everybody do this because it's a mindfulness practice, but it also awakens that kinesthetic part of ourselves because so often we go through our day, not feeling anything mm -hmm. and we don't pause and think about that we, we we can what are we hearing you know what are we smelling what are, what are we feeling too and for those of us who are really kinesthetic i think it's a great way to tap into that that relaxation response that relaxation technique sort of thing so. well and even because you know again like as, as you know when you're going through a hypnotherapy session with people you're you're incorporating a lot more of these things into it right because yeah. because again you're, you're trying to if if you're doing something where there's a visualization aspect to it right you are you're trying to get you know and again for me this was this this is a little different right i'm learning <laughs> but you know of of incorporating colors you know you know mm -hmm. feel the tree bark look up and see how green the leaves are Right. So you're you're pulling a color into it so you mm -hmm. can see what you know, see how the wind is moving the leaves. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're you're hearing some of these kind of different things as well. You know, and like you said, you know, reach out and and feel yourself touch the doorknob and open the doorknob that there's these little things that the, the more of that we incorporate in it's going to make those those visualizations more lively. Right. And it's going to activate those different parts of our brain. Because yeah. that's, that's one of the things as I've studied, you know, neurobiology is, is there's different parts of the brain that are associated with each sense. And so the more of the senses, like you said, what does your thing smell like? Yeah. Well, that seems kind of weird, right? <laughs> it was like when Peter said, Jason, what does money smell like? And I'm like, I don't know. I pull out my wallet, right? Because I'm literal. <laughs> yeah. But, but when you, you know, like in that instance, when we were talking with him earlier on previous podcast, you know, for him, he was talking about, well, to him, money smells like the ocean yeah. because money allows him the freedom to be able to walk on the beach and smell the ocean air. Mm -hmm. right? And so again, any of those things that we're doing, the more sensory we can, we can get in it. I think the easier it makes us from a visualization and consequently the manifestation side. Yeah. So many people are just trying to just see a static movie go on in their head, right. but pulling more of that stuff into it will actually help. help right. more. And, and we, we have this debate all the time, but pretty much all hypnotherapists agree. You can't have hypnosis without visualization, whether it's, you know, a progressive muscle relaxation where you're picturing your, you know, your feet up through your body or you're walking down the stairs or you're in the hot air balloon, or, you know, visualization and hypnosis go hand in hand. Um, and so for people who, 
quote, can't visualize, and there are people that truly cannot see pictures in their head, they can, they can experience it without having to see it. Because just because you can't visualize something, you still know something. Like if you can't visualize and I send you to the store for a lemon, you don't have to look up what a lemon looks like before you buy it. You know what a lemon is. You might just not be able to see it in your brain. So, you know. And well, and, and, and I think we still see it, but it's not, it's not like watching a movie or TV. Oh, no, they can't see anything. And, and, and nothing at all? Nope. Okay. No picture. Like if I say picture a cat, she gets nothing. Huh. Yeah. No, that's a thing. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, because there's there's very few people though I think that fall into that, right? I, yeah, no, it's pretty. I mean, there are people that pretty, can't visualize well, but no, I I had a client who literally cannot see a picture in her head. Yeah. Picture your and, childhood home. She's get nothing. Okay, and see for me, I don't I don't see a clear crisp picture in color necessarily, but I can, you know, like you said, when you say a lemon, I'm not seeing a lemon, but my mind is still kind of picturing it even though i'm not seeing it so i think that's anyway that's where i said i'm probably down further on that end but it's it's and i think too probably the more that i do it the better i'm going to get at it totally as well so going through an exercise like we just did is is you know the more you do things like that the easier it's going to be when you know like again if Let's say now if you said, hey, picture a pink quartz. Mm. Well, I just touched that pink quartz, right? And so again, that that physical tactile thing that I did and going through that exercise, my brain's programmed what I just saw and learned. And it's yeah. going to bring back that picture to me Absolutely. Uh, in, in my brain. So. Yeah. And one of the, there's something called heavy light, which you can use either to see how hypnotizable somebody is. Like if you're doing a stage show, you'll have the entire audience do this, pick someone that's really suggestible, or it's a great induction is you picture, back up and rip my head off. Um, you picture uh, book, heavy books in one hand and balloons tied to another one and they gets heavier and heavier and this hand's floating higher and higher and your hands actually start to separate because your brain goes oh i'm holding books in a balloon and you have people open their eyes and they're like totally you're like oh my god because your brain is so powerful so we can picture what those i mean i've seen people's biceps just go blink when you say there's heavy books you can see them straining to hold the books up it's it's pretty spectacular it's really cool so that's a, that's a way like you said for stage <laughs> shows for the hypnotist to be able to determine who's more suggestible, yep. which is going to actually allow them or greater chance they're actually going to go under and be right. able to do Quickly. what needs to be done during, during the show. Yeah. It's also an induction. So I've done, I've gotten clients into hypnosis using that. So I'll have, you know, when the, when your when your hand with the books touches your lap, you'll go deeper in hypnosis. I'll put the other hand down. It's also a, what we call a prover. It shows you your brain's following instructions. Because if you, I can't be hypnotized, and you do that to somebody and their hands are now like this, they're like, <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool, you know. Or we'll do, you know, magic fingers where the fingers get magnetic fingers closer. Uh-huh. Um, that proves, that, that shows them that it works. Well, and, that, and that's- that it shows them that it works, you know. It's funny, because actually my wife, Allie, and I, we were going through like a, a online program that I got, and she's kind of going through it too. Oh. One, of, one of the exercises was, you know, hold, hold up your hand you know, 
everything together, mm-hmm. hold it out, close your eyes, imagine your body sending energy to your hand. And so you just sit there and, and think of, you know, or try to imagine, visualize energy going to your hand. And he's just sitting there talking, and you probably have your eyes closed for maybe 30 seconds as he's talking. And you open your hand, you know, and mine was like this, right? Mm. Um, Allie's was actually like, I mean, she was like, you know, she <laughs> sent a lot more energy than I did necessarily. Mm-hmm. But, oh, it, that's cool. but it again showed that even though, you know, like you said, those magnetic fingers to the other stuff that mm-hmm. um, the mind can actually do that. I mean, oh, I, remember, yeah. I was doing a sleep hypnosis, you know, one time. And, you know, they said, open your eyes, but you can't open them. And yeah, it was try. Like, okay, I'm going to try. And it was like, holy crap, I really can't open my eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm trying and I can't do it. Yeah. Well, and that's another one of those provers. And Mike Mandel talks about that. You know, try. The harder you try, the more you realize you can't open them. Because to him, with his language stuff, he says the word try indicates failure. Can you pick me up after work? I'll try. Mm, means you're probably not showing up. You mm-hmm. know, so unless you want someone to fail, especially, I'm talking about hypnosis, I'm not talking about real life, you know, you use the word try, you know, try, try, as hard as you try to open your eyes, you just can't, your brain goes, oh, I can't, oh, shoot, you're right, you know, mm. <laughs> one of Mike Mandel's things, we, we use try a lot in hypnosis. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, because I've heard, I've, I've heard it from the other side. <laughs> uh, I have as well. <laughs> oh, the eyes getting stuck shut, oh my god, that's it, because you're just like, I, they don't, know. When you see the person like going like this and it's not, yeah, they don't. It's not working. Nah. Yeah. Hmm. Good. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I I think that's, you (laughs) know, again, we, it's, you know, trying to, trying to just provide some, some tips for people again. Right. So, you know, again, some of you may be trying to do visualization, trying to manifest certain things and you're kind of struggling because you're, you don't feel like you're doing it try to start incorporating some more sensory type of things into it yeah. to, to make it more, uh, more lively. Cause, cause, cause there's the other thing. I mean, like you were talking about before, right? Is if, if the person's predominantly more of a kinesthetic person, as you're trying to visualize the more kinesthetic mm-hmm. um, activators, if you will, that you can bring in, whether that's physically crumpling up the paper uh, or, you know, seeing yourself touch the doorknob, feel the coolness of the doorknob, you know, turn it, you know, what is that, 40, 90, 90, 90 degrees, you know, to open the door, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Each of those things for a kinesthetic person is going to make that more real for them, Yeah. right? Or or even the, the smelling or you know, that one of the things that I've heard before, you know, is, is people talking or you, you hear background noise and that's okay. The more background noise you hear, the deeper you go. Right. So again, something like that is, is something that, that will be more effective for somebody who's more of an auditory kind Mm -hmm. of person. So, you know, again, if you, if you know kind of what your preferences are, what I usually say is just try to incorporate as many of them as you can yeah. if you don't know. And even, even if you're predominantly one, the more you involve, the more it's going to stick in those different places in your brain. Sure. Of course. Well, but in reality, if we look at what we're doing right now, we're touching things, we're hearing things, we're smelling things, we're tasting things, we're sensing. I mean, the senses go all the time. Mm-hmm. And 
smell is actually an incredibly powerful one because that goes straight to the brain. Um, and a lot of our memories come from smelling something. And oh, it's yeah. so funny. My boyfriend and I were finishing up watching The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that TV show. Oh, my God. But one of the episodes when they get to The Good Place, it's, it always smells like your favorite thing. And so for Chidi, who was a, a philosopher, he went, oh, old books in a library. And, you know, those certain smells just take you back to something, right? Whether it's yeah. cookies or, you know, to me, it would be the smell of the sweet grass that I remember, not only from like mowing lawns in Pittsburgh, but also the sweet grass that I remember smelling in England when I was there. That would be my happy place smell. It takes you straight back to something, whether it's a certain perfume where you're like, oh, grandma, you know, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. that's. So we're surrounded by all that. So in hypnosis and in visualization and in, in abundance work, as real as you can make it, the more apt it's going to be to happen. So make it as real, bring everything in, and that way it's gonna, you're going to get more of what you want. I'm still doing this, uh, that abundance, that 21-day abundance program thing. We're almost done. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, making these visualizations real for you is, is key. So yeah. yay. All right, we've blown through our time once again. <laughs> so there again, there's another tip for you to go out and try, try um, you know, something a little bit different because, you know, like we're all about here, no, no one thing works for every person. So try some of these different things. We're, we're bringing you lots of different things on purpose. Mm-hmm. Some things work better for other people um, th- th- than others. You know, yep. even, even when Mike Mandel was on, you know, and he, yeah. was, he was talking about the rock star. I mean, Mike's one of the best tip hypnotherapist in the world and he couldn't with hypnosis get through to this guy but the tapping exercise Uh was like totally changed right you know so so again try some of these different things um here's another one you know that we're talking about today bring in more sensory more more of your senses into the things that you're doing and it's going to make it much more vibrant yeah Uh, and also just in life, experience these things on a different level. If you're not, you, you know, take something off your desk and what does it feel like? Oh, this is smooth. It's cold. It's got some rib. Oh, that's, it's, you know, I've got a flat bottom. Oh, there's little bumps on the bottom. You know, it's a whiteout thing. I don't need to identify this as a whiteout container. I just want to experience this thing as a, as a thing, you know, without having to label it, judge it. That's going to change how you approach every aspect of life as well. So Go out, grab grab something, not someone. <laughs> HR calls. <laughs> Bob keeps feeling people. <laughs> no, Bob, feel the whiteout the whiteout bottom. <laughs> not, not your coworker. <laughs> Bob's causing problems. We need to get rid of Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry for any of the Bobs out there. Okay. Well, All once right. again, something something fun to try. Go experiment. Mm-hmm. Go out. Make the world a better place. Okay. I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at KathyGroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, try something new this week, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.